Welcome to the Missouri City View podcast hosted by the Missouri Municipal League. I'm Laura Holloway, your host for today. In this podcast, we share the latest news happening in Missouri local government and highlight the local officials and city employees who make Missouri municipalities a great place to live. Keep up with the latest information for Missouri cities and learn more about MML at MoCities.com. Now on to the podcast. Today, we welcome Stuart Haynes, MML's Director of Administration and Policy. Welcome, Stuart. Well, thank you, Laura. It's a pleasure to be with you today. Um, and, you know, as, as I've shared with you in the past, of course, I'm an avid podcast listener. I uh, listen to podcasts all the time, so really excited to uh, get a chance to be on a podcast. And, yeah. Uh, looking forward to actually having my uh, kids listen to this podcast. Very good. <laughs> well, so we're here today to talk about MML regional meetings. And of course, those are coming up over the next few weeks, our fall meetings. And we encourage everyone, by the way, to go to mostcities.com and check those out, see which ones are coming up near you. But in the meantime, Stuart, will you share a little bit about what MML regional meetings are and some of the history of these meetings? Well, yeah, great, great to have a chance to talk about MML's regional uh, meeting program. Um, you know, I will, I will tell you, I guess I feel like the regional meetings really are sort of at the heart of what MML does. I mean, they're, they're just a, a program that really exemplifies, I think, uh, one of our core missions, which is to serve as a clearinghouse for city government information. We're always trying to find ways to save city officials from reinventing the wheel. And I think that uh, regional meetings are a perfect way of doing that. And, and the other, you know, really exciting thing about regional meetings is, is they are exactly that. They are uh, regional. Uh, they are in the backyard of our city officials. And it kind of is like taking ML on the road. So it, it's great to uh, have a chance to talk about the program. I guess, you know, just to talk about what we mean when we say regional meetings, you know, uh, what, what it really is. And, and Ramona Hugstep, our, my, my colleague here, our colleague, she, uh, she, she, she terms it a dinner and a show. And I think that's a great way of putting it. Um, it's an opportunity. We know that our, our city officials, of course, are busy. They usually have daytime jobs. So we do have these meetings uh, in an, of an evening. Um, we have a networking period, usually from about 6 to 630. Uh, we'll have dinner. Um, and again, you know, dinner, we know folks are busy. We provide dinner because we want to get them a meal. Uh, they got lots going on, but also, you know, sharing a meal, uh, that uh, breaking bread, uh, great way to meet new friends and build relationships. And then following dinner, we always have a presentation. Um, the speaker, it can be something uh, that's of a statewide issue, issue, or it could be something local. There could be a, a bridge closing. There could be an economic development project going on. Uh, any number of, of events uh, that will be going on that, that that presenter will, will be covered. So for a member who's maybe been a member of MML for a while, but not so familiar with the meetings, why would they want to attend or what will they really get out of it? couple things. I mean, obviously, the speaker and the presentation could be something that's of interest to them. Um, you know, with the recreational marijuana, I mean, that's just one topic that's coming up. When medical marijuana was a big topic, uh, we had speakers on that topic. When the American Rescue Plan was going on, uh, you know, when it first rolled out, uh, Ramona took to the road and, with, you know, had those uh, uh, Tom Calico uh, did a lot of presentations on American Rescue Plan. So it's really a great opportunity to hear that, you know, speaker uh, face to face. But then the networking, I think, is really the other, just cannot overlook uh, how important networking is. You know, with uh, COVID and all this move to doing things electronically, 
what has really been interesting to me as somebody who works for an association is to see that uh, you know those you, you can't replace those face-to-face -face, uh, opportunities um, to meet with folks and, and folks really really want that and they need that and so our regional meeting is just a great chance for a city official to get out and meet with their neighbor um, you know what one thing I, I guess just on this topic would be that you know for the the new official so many times we'll see that um, well, you know, they, they may not have experience with, with government, right? And with city government, they may be used to doing things from a business standpoint. And there's a lot of things you can do in business, for instance, keeping your finances confidential, you know, maybe hiring your cousin or making your business decisions on your own. Those are all things that you could do uh, from a business standpoint. But once you jump into city government and don't have, didn't necessarily have that experience, you'll find that uh, a lot of those things you you know, you cannot necessarily do in, in, in city government. So, you know, it's, it's that life in the proverbial fishbowl. And so having, you know, meeting other officials who are under that same, uh, you know, situation, maybe new to it, or maybe they're experienced and they, they want to share their experience. It's just always a lot of opportunity with, with building that relationships with, with the other officials. And, and just again, you know, on this, just this whole topic of, you know, why would somebody want to go to the regional meeting? I, I'll tell you just a, a quick story that, you know, I remember having a, a mayor from a smaller town uh, that was near a more affluent city. And when that they, and they you know, became friends because of regional meetings. And when that more affluent city ended up getting new tornado sirens, they were able to uh, pass those tornado sirens on to the to the uh, other city. And so in that that's just one story. It's just an example. But I think things like that, building those relationships just uh happen all the time because of those regional meetings where folks get to meet, meet their neighbors. I really agree with what you say about the building relationships. I've been to a few of them at this point, and there's just really good energy at those meetings. Um, a lot of it's like, you know, visiting old friends again or, you yeah. know, just just really good, um, good atmosphere. Absolutely. So, we just recently wrapped up our annual conference, which is a little bit larger than a regional meeting. Uh, we had nearly a thousand by the time we have all of our attendees, exhibitors, et cetera. And some of our members go to that every year, but have maybe yeah. never been to a regional meeting. Yeah. Uh, what are some of the big differences that you'd say? Well, yeah, I mean, like you say, I mean, there's so much going on at the annual conference. So, I mean, I guess I feel like in a way the regional meetings are kind of just a, a slower pace, mm -hmm. but it, it is just a great, a great chance to get to network and visit. But it's just on a, on a slower, uh, more relaxed uh, scale and pace. Um, but the, the other thing, too, though, is, I mean, it's a lot of it's hands on. It's an opportunity for each one of our host cities always gets a chance to show off uh, their community, whether it's their local caterer, whether it's their city hall. Maybe they're having a meeting at their city hall or their new community building. Um, it's just always a great chance to be able to show off what they're doing uh, in their city. And so that that's always neat. And I think people always just really seem to get a kick out of that again, whether it's a new new park and rec facility or we actually Fulton, I'm thinking they had one at they built a new um, solid waste facility was where they had their, their, you know, garbage trucks and everything else. But it was that's where they had the regional meeting at. And it was really neat to see uh, that facility. And I think, you know, the folks, if you're in city government, you, you want to see uh, where they store their trucks, where they store the salt. It was just a really neat uh, opportunity. So there's always always things like that hands on to get to see how another city's maybe doing things. So. Kind of a show and tell sometimes. <laughs> well, I know some of the groups, and, and we have eight regions, is that right? Some of the groups you've been meeting with for years 
uh, in particular Westgate and our central regions. So I know they've been meeting for a while. What can you tell us about those two? Well, sure. So, I mean, really, so Westgate, I mean, you know, and I've been with the league for 20 years and I think they were probably meeting for 20 or 30 years before. I don't even know how long, uh, you know, Westgate's history. I w- wish I did know more about it, but I, I will say that they are our most active region um, and, and they, you know, have a, have a long history and they have some traditions that go on actually at the regional meetings. One of those traditions is their roll call, which, uh, you know, I think it sounds like, well, it's just uh, taking attendance, but uh, they've turned it into an art form there where each mayor, uh, you know, in a friendly way tries to, uh, you know, rib their neighboring mayor about, about something that's going on or just telling how many folks they have in attendance. And they always make that very fun. Um, something else about both Central and, and Westgate, I guess, is just that they have uh, officers who make uh, the staff's job much easier because the officers preside during the meetings, uh, you know, and really just kind of, kind of really run, run the meetings um, and uh, help with finding a new host city or, or picking out a, a new presenter, help help me, you know, determine what would be a good topic for the next meeting. So it's really helpful to have those officers. Yeah, that's a great way for people in those regions to get involved as well, you know, to be a, an officer or, or to help run those. That's cool. Yeah, that's right, Laura. Um, so, several of the folks who, you know, were officers in those regional uh, groups ended up, you know, serving on our board and getting more involved with, with mm-hmm. the league through that activity. So that's, that's right. Good deal. Um, I've gotten to go to, with the Westgate region, the Civic Leadership Award a couple of times, and that's always a, a really beautiful evening. Tell us a little bit about that program. Yeah. So, you know, I, honestly, the, the Westgate Civic Leadership Award banquet is probably the neatest program that I've been, you know, hands-on involved with at the league. And that's, it's a gala banquet that our Westgate, Kansas, and I should say Westgate is our Kansas City region. So there's about 60 cities there in the Kansas City region. And this is an opportunity for them to find a community leader, whether it's a business leader, uh, a volunteer, maybe uh, just an organization, it could be who has made outstanding contributions to their community. And so each year, you know, one mayor will pick a, pick one of those groups, one of those leaders. And this is just a way to recognize and highlight uh, those, those individuals for the contributions that they've made uh, to the community. Um, you know, for the last five or six years, we've been lucky enough to have one of the Fox News anchors. It's kind of local celebrity there, serve as the MC at the events. And they're always really good about reading all the contributions that uh, each of the uh, individuals has, has made. And, and Laura, since you've, you've been at those meetings, I've, for me, it's always very humbling to hear just, you know, how many countless hours these folks uh, will make to, you know, selflessly volunteer for their community, whether, Absolutely. whether it's Boy Scouts or homeless or you name the group, they've been on all these committees and just always uh, just amazing what, what they're able to do for their community, what they have done. And it's really nice to just be part of a, an event that, that honors them for, you know, what they've done for their community. So yeah, it's a lot of, it's neat. Yeah, I absolutely leave those meetings feeling like I need to volunteer more and very humbled by what folks do in their community. That's absolutely how I feel. And, you know. So if a city is interested in hosting one of these meetings, uh, what should they do? Uh, where, where would they start? Yeah. So, I mean, as you mentioned, I mean, you know, check out our website because we do have the uh, whole state uh, divided up into regions there. And, you know, really Ramona, um, our, 
our colleague here, she heads up most of these regional meetings. I think I'm doing maybe two or three of the regions and, and she's got the rest of the state. But basically, uh, yeah, contact us. Look, look and see who's uh, who's hosting. We've got she's she's gonna be on the road a whole bunch, and and I will too. Um, but yeah, see who's hosting. We're always looking for host cities. You know what what we really need is is the facility, and generally we're talking about fifty to you know sixty, eighty, somewhere in that neighborhood of uh, attendees. Um, need a place that uh, you know has. Uh, uh, dining room tables and uh, uh, room for the room for the caterer, but uh, that that's about it. I mean, we'll take care of the the legwork and sending out the inv- invites and, and everything else. That sounds really good. I like to ask each guest that we bring on. We're going to put you in the spotlight here. Something that they love about their community. Uh, you live near Jefferson City, where we're based. Tell us where you are and what you appreciate about your city. Well, sure, yeah. So you know, I consider Ashland to be my home. Um, we, uh, we live just outside the, the city limits there, but, um, Ashland really, that's where my kids go to school. And I, I love Ashland for a lot of reasons. Um, let me see. I mean, number one, I'm going to say it's the roundabouts, which is kind of a controversial thing. I think when they put them in, but they've been really good. Uh, we have, we actually have four roundabouts in the town and, uh, if you drive down main street, um, but they, they work really well. Uh, we also have a great recycling facility, which, uh, we utilize and I think both like the the roundabouts and the recycling facilities there's some folks that uh, maybe don't use them correctly but uh, I, I my hat's off to Ashland for supporting those facilities because they, they, they really are they are useful um, something else though, of course is just our, our public safety department they were there when my daughter managed to slide her car off a road in an icy situation I appreciate yeah. the, the police officer for that who responded um, and they also have a disc golf course, uh, which is a lot of fun. And I need to need to get back out there. That is fun. I'm a roundabout fan myself. I, I know they can be controversial, but I really like them. Well, we do encourage everyone to go and check out mostcities.com and learn more about MML in general, but in particular, the regional meetings. Um, mostly they're hosted in the fall and the spring. And so our fall ones are coming up here just over the next few weeks. Stuart, we're so glad that you took some time today to share this information with us. And we just really thank you for being here. Absolutely. My pleasure. My pleasure, Laura. Appreciate it. All right. Thank you. Thank you all so much for joining us today. And listeners, be watching for future Missouri City View podcasts. To learn more about the Missouri Municipal League, visit MoCities.com. 